Greetings! Welcome to the podcast. My name is Mike Bankhead. I am your host. I'm a bass player and songwriter from Dayton, Ohio. This week, it is my privilege and honor to welcome Nathan Peters. This gentleman and I go back a long time. Over two decades, actually. In fact, I'm pretty sure I first saw him play a show when he was still in high school. Yeah, that's the guest today on... The You Can Be My Aramis podcast. Nathan is here to talk about Dayton Music Fest, which is coming your way in two weeks, October 21st and 22nd. Let's get to the conversation, shall we? Hey there, Nathan Peters. Uh, hi, Mike. Thank Ed. One of my oldest friends in Dayton, Ohio. Because we are old. Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been over easily over two decades. Yeah, uh, I would say late late nineties, very beginning two thousands, maybe. We knew each yeah. other when we were young. Oh man, yeah. Let's so, travel back in time and do it all again. No, it would be. Cool. There were some good <laughs> times. Uh, so, for the folks who are listening that might not know you, can you uh, give your give like a short, you know, minute or two biography of yourself for an introduction? Sure. So my name is Nathan Peters. I've been involved in uh, well, certainly the Dayton music scene since the late '90s through the 2000s. Played in uh, several bands: uh, Pig Eye Jackson, Captain of Industry, Vinyl Dies. Uh, my current projects are um, Lioness. Uh, still have some TV Queen singles on the way, and do some couple tribute bands and. Just generally try to um, promote and help do shows for things and took over Dayton Music Fest about, um, it's now five years. We've had a couple, we've missed a couple of years. So yeah, um, I just been involved in music for a really long time. I love it. It's a passion and yeah, that's, that's my whole life story wrapped up in a few words, I guess. That makes you my kind of people. And you're here today. Uh, not that I wouldn't talk about your other bands, but that's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> you're here today to talk about Dayton Music Fest. Before we talk about the Dayton Music Fest of 2022, which is in two weeks, do you remember what year that started? Uh, 2003 I th or 2004. Whatever it is, I'm pretty sure this is the 18th year. Might have been 03. I feel like I went to this in that garage behind Elbows. No, that was Team Evil Now. Oh, I've been to way too many shows. <laughs> yeah, Do you, but no, we did two of those. And each year I was like, it took me like three years in between doing them to want to do them again because it was so much effort. <laughs> and I was like, just wanted to really play in a band. But yeah, so obviously booking and promoting is kind of in my nature. I've been doing that and for a real long time, just trying to um, always build things, the scene, whatever scene I'm in, like build up myself, whatever I'm doing and the people around me. Which is kind of what being in a music community is supposed to be all about, right? We're, we're not supposed to try to compete with each other. We're all, we're all trying to make art that people can enjoy and help them get through the craziness that is our life in these times. Yeah, whenever I see a friend of mine doing something cool, 
thriving in some way in music, um, it makes me nothing but happy. Until they don't want to come play the shows anymore, then I get mad. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Dayton Music Fest, since you've taken it over five years ago, we call it that. It's not always only Dayton bands. I feel like I saw Happy play one of these, Happy Chichester from Columbus. I You had a band in from Japan, which is kind of cool. It's uh, yeah. nice to get the community out and, and see talent from other areas. But it is mostly other bands because it is Dayton Music, or mostly Dayton bands because it's Dayton Music Fest. What do you expect? Like, So let's say I'm a community member here in Dayton. And I see on my calendar that, oh, Dayton Music Fest is October 21st and 22nd. What should I expect from this event as a concert goer? Huge variety of different types of music. I always put it out there for people that want to apply to it. And I check everybody's stuff out. And I try to include as many different people as possible. You know, we're going to have a songwriters in a round starting at six o'clock at Yellow Cab, both Friday and Saturday. And that's a little ode to all of us old Canal Street folks who used to go see the, the songwriters in rounds on Sundays, um, sometimes during the week. Um, and just, you know, just fantastic variety of people. Um, you know, we got a DJ both nights at Bob's and we have um, some hip hop going on Friday. You know, there's metal, punk, uh, soul band, indie stuff. Um, I each year really do. I keep wanting to be more inclusive. I really wanted to tip bite off more hip hop this year. And then we're kind of where we're at with hip hop. Um, but like including people like Mike Cooley and be like, hey, you tell me what's cool. That's how like Lamborghini's on the show because he's like, this guy's awesome. Um, put Flamborghini on there, um, which I kind of love that name. Um, formerly known as, I can't remember what it's. That's a brilliant name. artist name. Yeah, Flamborghini. <laughs> I feel like uh, the hip hop heads always come up with like super clever names. But, you know, like trying to tap people and like be like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'd love to get like the Dayton funk scene involved. I think all those dudes want like 10 grand a piece when they do a show. So, you know, my ideal situation is to, you know, we're kind of back on ground zero. This is exactly how I did the first year I did it, which I just did yellow cabin bobs um, because I wanted to kind of bring it back to the roots where I started it from and build it back up. Um, in 19, you know, we had bright side included in a few other venues. Um, you know, there's an inherent cost to that. You know, we also pulled in somebody like Erica Winterstrom, who, you know, so took out some, you know, some risk involved with money there. That was you know, a great show, and, by the way. I was there. Oh, yes. And, you know, of course, it's totally worth doing things like that. I just, you know, I there's a certain element of me that's like, I want to build it kind of grassroots again and get it back up and get more sponsorship. I mean, we're WISO's a presenting sponsor this year they're our media partner so um it ends up kind of being a fundraiser for why so um after the bands get paid um which is awesome like i just think it's such a good support mechanism back and forth between the two uh, i love why so it's like i want it i want to be involved in everything they do and i think it's so cool that they want to be involved in this too so 
Um, those are like some of the just real cool things. I mean, I always try to get legacy stuff that's happened in the Dayton music scene that always made me happy and things that were kind of happened maybe, you know, six years ago that were really popular and then things that are really cool and popular now and that people are into, you know, I want it to be a thing that gets people excited. And then, you know, the, the few, uh, kind of national touring bands we kind of throw in uh whatever we can get but i always try to get somebody like you know the mulch men or like this haunting souls reunion is just going to be out of this world they haven't done this lineup since this is the original lineup with like nate farley and uh jamie and and uh a couple other people and like this is the first time they've they've done this show um since 1989 um, well that's pretty crazy i know and it, it's it's exciting to me that i always feel like well, what's going to be the thing that ties it together next year and then inevitably somebody comes to with me to an idea or i contact somebody i mean i reach out every year i try to find these things that kind of have mattered in dayton for a really long time um that don't happen very often like one year i got schmerzel to agree to come play and then they were they got they got in a car wreck so they didn't end up being able to come but it's like i'm always trying to find somebody that just means so much to all the music goers in dayton that i just know will bring out a lot of the scene that doesn't come out as much anymore and you know and then that'll turn them on to some of the younger artists that are playing all the time now um so it, inevitably in my mind it's find the multi-generational things and then expose the newer to the older people, older scenester folks and vice versa. Some of these uh, older folks are going to see newer bands and be like, Oh my gosh. And some of these young kids are going to come see some of these older bands and get their minds blown. Like that's what really excites me about Dayton music fest. That's those are two fantastic headliners. You got, I've never seen Haunting Souls. They were no longer doing anything by the time I started going to shows. Now, I don't think you can be in the rock scene in our town and not know who they were, especially since a lot of those guys have been in other bands. Um, yeah. And as many pictures as we've all seen taken in Canal Street, we're used to seeing their name up on mixed board of who's coming next week uh, from pictures in the past. And I never saw the Mulchmen until like three or four years ago because I they were done when I started going to shows as well. And right. You've got two of those bands from 30-plus years ago <laughs> playing the show, and what you just said is something I hope happens. I hope some of the folks who used to go to shows in the late 80s and early 90s that don't anymore want to go out and have a good time and see a band from their youth, and they come out, and they see someone like Paige or Amber or the Raging Nathans or Kay Carter or Yuppie, and they're like, oh, there are still people here making good music. Oh, it's and it 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 absolutely does happen. I mean, I've I've witnessed it. I mean, it kind of that's the cool thing about DMF is it's kind of it's been around for so long that it has a legacy even in those people's minds who don't come out to shows as much. And then when they see something that's just like a legacy show where they they like I gotta go see the Mulchman play. I gotta go see the Haunting Souls thing that hasn't happened since 1989. It's like they're going to come out and, you know, by gosh, I think they'll probably come out early and stay for the whole daggone thing. So um, it's a, it's a, 
I'm always very tired, but very satisfied after a, a whole full weekend of DMF. It's just like it, it always kind of uh, soothes my soul to have it all done. But I try, I try to set myself up for as least stress as possible. Um, inevitably, I can't, I can't really help but being a, a psychopath about things. But the, the takeaway is that it's a lot of work to put on a music festival. Uh, ladies and gentlemen listening, I'd like you to realize that it takes a lot of work to put something like this together. And if you like music, live music at all, you should go attend this to make all of Nathan's very hard work and stress pay off for him. I mean, I really just do it to pay the bands and uh, to have it continue. And I feel, uh, I feel privileged to just be able to, you know, being a 40 year old at this point, I feel pretty privileged to continue to be able to be around and, you know, have some sort of relevancy in the scene and just get to play music with my friends and do cool things in town. So, um, I, it is a lot of work, but, uh, it's, it's always worth it to me. I just always gotta, I spend about, I basically start at right after DMS done, like trying to pinpoint down the things that uh, will will kind of make next year special. And I get a lot of no's and then I get a few yeses and it always seems to work out. But you know, I I ask for swearing of motorists every year. <laughs> you know? Well, they gotta come over from Germany. But you should keep you should keep asking. I know. One of these years it'll like be like, oh yeah, I'm totally gonna come to America around that time. Yeah, let that, me come back and that play would be awesome. Don can play drums, you know? Yeah. I I haven't seen them live. I was doing Dora at Canal Street the last time I saw them live. I was working. Oh, wow. So that's, oh. that's not been recent. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even playing your own show this year. Oh, um, well, that has changed because the band dropped off. So oh. Lioness is, Lioness is going to play Friday night. Okay. I was like, that's kind of weird that you're not even playing your own show. Uh, who dropped off, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no, it's okay. Um, it was a Rattlesnake Venom trip. They Their drummer is having a surgery, <clears throat> as uh, I understand it. That's... So they had to cancel a bunch of cool stuff that they were planning on doing. And they, you know, they're kind of just hitting it hard right now. They just released a really cool music video and... Um, and as far as metal concerned, they're they're really great. It's it's some guys that were in Twelve Tribes and Evan Devell, and I don't know the full history or who all's in it, but um, they're great. Um, really cool band. So anyway, it happened not I don't know like a month ago, and I just asked the lioness folks real quick, hey, can we just hop on here? So so you get to squeeze all those people onto the Blind Bob stage. Yeah, we've done it before, and there's less of us now, so. <laughs> I know you've done it before, but man, there's not a lot of room up there. No, there isn't. You're for, totally right. For bands that are like more than four people, it's it's tough. When I that band's kind of different now. I'm playing an analog synth, and Kevin's playing a bunch of analog synths, and Evan Devell's playing guitar now, and Dave's playing bass, and uh, Ian's still playing drums, and Sister and Kim. So, so differently textured. Oh, it's to it's totally different now. Um, I and John still plays violin. Um, it just it's always been a thing with John. Like you know, he can't always come to everything. Yeah, um, just because of how busy he is with the Philharmonic and stuff. So, um, professional. But so yeah, I am playing now. I I was kind of purposefully leaving myself off the, 
the fest this year. Um, but then I'm I'm also very excited because you know we did a lioness show like a couple months ago and it just felt great. Um, the songs are sounding better than ever. We're writing some really cool new songs, so I'm ex- I'm excited to play. Awesome. Um, so yeah. Anyway, well, I am so playing. You are <laughs> playing your own your own show as you should. I know, right. Well, that was always a weird thing to me too because it was like it seems like a it seems like a weird thing to be like oh, I'm gonna put myself on and um, but then also it's like well I always did that. So you did. I mean, just because I took something over. I mean, I I just mainly tried to refocus it back on dating music, and of course, my whole goal in music at this point in my life is just to play cool things. So, Boop. just slide it right in there. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, the that Captain show at Bob's the last time Captain played is the picture on Blind Bob's official website, and I am right in the middle of that picture, standing next to your sister. I know, and the thing I love about that picture so much is just, it just looks like there's just joy there. There is. Everybody, <laughs> I don't remember what song you were doing, but it must have been one of, like, something from the first record, because we're all, like, just gleeful. Oh, it felt so cool to see that photo, and, and yeah, I think it's, like, going to be the official Blind Bob's photo forever, because it's been on there for a long time. It and, I, yeah, it just... It's what a joyful full photo. I mean, if only they could have caught maybe like, um, you know, the the first Brainiac reunion that happened was uh, they called it We Eat Sugar, and then like, oh, you know, I got to do a couple songs with that. It was really cool, and uh, but like, I, I think it was good because well, at, right right before the show, because it was a fundraiser for Jeremy, they were like kind of worried because. They didn't think like a lot of people thought it was fake and not actually happening, and then a lot of people didn't didn't know that We Eat Sugar was the name of Brainiac before Brainiac. Um, I so didn't they know like, that. all of a sudden were like, "Hey, we're actually doing the show," you know, like Tyler and them had to like start posting like, "Hey, this is really happening," and that was the night that a uh, part of Blind Bob's floor broke. So. <laughs> They could have got some probably cool pictures from that. I'm sure there are really cool pictures from that, too. You don't really see me smile a lot, but going to see live music is one of the things that does it for me. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I this is my chance to thank you in public for, for sneaking me onto the bill this year. I've been going to this event for a long time, and I've never been able to play it before. And I get to play this year, and I'm just so tickled about that. So thank you. Hey, you're so welcome, Mike. You know, I, I appreciate um, everything you've done over the years to support music, and, and I really appreciate what you do. And I think um, it, people need to come out and, and check you out. And um, I appreciate you playing. Um, thank you for uh, being involved. I mean, it really does matter. And, you know, uh, like someone like you, um, you know, deserves that because you go out and you really promote the things that you're involved in. You know, you work very, very hard to, to get out there. So, you know, I appreciate all of your effort and I appreciate you having me on today to talk. Yeah, this is a fun event. And look, if I wasn't playing, I'd be going anyway, which yeah. you, which you full well know. Uh, Absolutely. So let's, let's try to get people to come. So folks who live in the greater Dayton area, if you're wondering how much it will cost you to go to this event, because, you know, musicians need to eat and 
we should we should go ahead and, and pay admission for shows so that they can eat. It will cost you twenty dollars for a weekend pass in advance. Now, Nathan Peters, what is a weekend pass in advance? Get the person who pays twenty dollars. They come Friday, Saturday, no additional charges or fees. Bang, you're in there for the weekend. Um, no otherwise, yes. if you're only wanting to come once and you want to save yourself five bucks, if you can only come on a Saturday or you can only come Friday, $15 at the door or Friday night, you can still buy the weekend pass, um, but it'll be $25. So definitely, I mean, you're getting, uh, you get to see uh, near 30 different performers um, over two nights. Um We've got it shingled really well, so you can kind of, if you really hustle back and forth, you can see almost every single thing. Um, and I typically do because I typically, do. Go, <laughs> I typically go back and forth and be like, cool, that band's starting. All right, one song. All right, now I'm going back, you know, or maybe two, 10 minutes, you know. Um, I need one of those little scooters, but. Um, Ooh, the scooter the would make it a lot easier this year. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and it's part, I think, they'll still be doing the Dora district at that point. So, you Perhaps. know, you can get to go beers and walk them back and forth. That's the, if there was one glimmer of nice thing that happened out of the pandemic, it's the fact that they allowed these districts to like shut down the streets and you can walk around with beer, like in new Orleans and stuff. I just think it's such a no brainer. And I, I wish I would honestly not be upset if they just closed up both ends of fifth street there. And just made a permanent, like, walkable area, even over through Yellow Cab or something. You know, you could cut off parts of that road and just build build side streets or something. You know, we don't need to. Nobody really ever needs to drive down like the like, like 140 year old brick road. There are cities that do that. That's a, convers like a, that's a conversation for another episode. Uh, it's a conversation for somebody that, that would have the power to actually do that. Also, but that. I like what they do now that they just do it through the summer and the fall. And um, so it's even more walkable now because you just have to cross one crosswalk and then you're just in an open street district where you can walk. So yep. it's kind of perfect. So if you hustle, you can, and I'm not talking running. If you walk fast, you could probably get from Yellow Cab to Bob's in five or six minutes. If you're strolling, it might take you ten or fifteen. But yeah, totally. It's not. It's not a far walk. It's literally a block and a half or something. Yeah, um, it's that. Get your ticket in advance. Look at the yes. schedule. Circle who you want to see, and then make your plan to zigzag between Blind Bob's and Yellow Cab and. Uh, Say hi to Nathan as you see him jogging past everywhere. The yes. site where you go to get tickets in advance, I'm going to link to it in the show notes, but I'm also going to read it to you right now. It is, dear listener, if you have something to write with, or you can also hit the rewind button, I guess, uh, 10-high-productions.square.site. So I'm going to read it to you nice and slow. 10, T-E-N, dash, high, H-I-G-H, dash, Productions, P R O D U C T I O N S dot square, S Q U A R E dot site, S I T E. Put that in your browser. Scroll down just a little bit because the shows are organized by date, other than the really uh, big last white, last waltz once on top. But after that, they're organized by date. And there you will find October 21st and 22nd, 6 p.m. Dayton Music Fest. Uh, I'd like to see you. 
Nathan, you'd like to see them too, right? Absolutely. Please come out. We're going to be hyping this thing up and, and it's better just to buy your ticket in advance because you save yourself a little money. It's always been just a blast. Uh, everybody kind of knows what to expect because it's been uh, going on for so long. And uh, hustle around and see some just really cool things. There's so many diverse things happening for DMF as always every year. So there's going to be something for everybody. And, uh, and it's always a really good time. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss State Music Fest 2022. That is perfectly said. Any last messages for the folks, Nathan, before we let them go? Other than please come out to see us all on October 21st and 22nd? Just uh, stay safe, make your plans, um, enjoy local music, buy some art from people. Um, you never know which one of your friends will blow up at some point, and that little piece of art or music might be worth something down the road. So support sport art because uh, that's how art continues to exist. It indeed is. Thanks for spending time with me. And man, I can't wait to hang out with you in a couple of weeks and uh, have a beer and talk about music. It's exciting. I can't wait myself, Mike. Thank you so much for taking your time today to talk to me. Thank you very much to Nathan Peters for joining me on this episode. And also, again, Nathan, thank you for your hard work and putting together Dayton Music Fest. I can't wait. And it'll be nice for everyone to come see us. Hey, for those of you in the greater Dayton area, if you come to Dayton Music Fest, I will have brand new merchandise for you, t-shirts and hoodies. If you cannot come to Dayton Music Fest, well, you can still have the new merchandise. And if you'd like to know how to do that with a discount, I invite you to join my mailing list. The link for that will be in the show notes. Yeah, if you join my mailing list, I'll tell you early how to get a discount on the new merchandise. As always, thank you for listening, and I'm going to take you out this week with my favorite song from the first Lioness record. It's called Ebony the Lioness, and as a reminder, you can see this band at Blind Bob's on October 22nd as part of Dayton Music Fest. Thanks, everyone.